Today's story is brought to you by the Live Coast's Haunting New York City. Wow, I thought we have a brand that is endorsing us. I was excited for a moment. <laughs> the ghosts are endorsing us, okay? Just the dead. <laughs> Listen, I'll take any fan that are alive. Wait, don't discriminate. Have you heard of the new Amsterdam Theater? Uh, that's the one where the Aladdin musical is, right? Yeah, Aladdin musical owned by Disney. Uh-huh. What would you say if I told you there is a ghost actively haunting people there. Well, I'll say that I'm not going to see Aladdin musical. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I'm not going. I think actually that's a good point. I don't really know if I want to go either, especially now that we're going to, you know, taunt the dead here. Not taunt, not I taunt. Mean, Honestly, I, if that's the case, I think they should take advantage of it and maybe switch Aladdin for, I don't know, um, Beetlejuice musical or Phantom something. Phantom of the Opera? Yeah, something like that. Phantom of the Theater. Yeah. Ooh, remake. Yeah, it sounds more suitable than Aladdin. I don't know. Just an idea. Thank you, Disney. On that oh, note. <laughs> I meant you're welcome, Disney. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> On that note, welcome to Never Not New York. Your daily slice. <laughs> your daily once a week. <laughs> your weekly slice of the New York City that we are actually living in. Not the one that has been made up and written by someone like me in a room. <laughs> I'm never not Noah. I'm never not Eliza. And we're friends and neighbors, although we live far away now. And we are reporting live from my bed in Brooklyn. New York. Yes, I feel scared in this neighborhood. Do you? Nah, I'm kidding. <laughs> you know it's big at Halloween. Oh, really? The amount of trick-or-treaters. Mecca. Mm. I'm gonna eat so much candy. Ooh, Ooh. Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me set the scene. Okay. The uh, girl who's haunting this theater, the oh, theater where Aladdin is. Yeah, it's a girl. Mm. And her name is Olive. Oh, I love Olive. They're so good. Olive has a fast life in the beginning. Mm-hmm. She gets married at 13. Oh, that's fast. <laughs> she lives in Pennsylvania. She's also incredibly beautiful. So as a beautiful person would do, she becomes a model for live nude drawing, which like more power to her. Also, she's like, I don't know, 15 at this point. Wow. <laughs> she has accomplished more in two years <laughs> than me in 10. So then as any beautiful girl who's a successful model would do, she takes the show on the road and goes to the big city, New York. Ooh, do you good think for her. Do you think she makes it as a big star? Well, I don't know. She's a ghost right now, and I've never heard her name before, so... False. Uh, she does. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so this only proves that I know nothing. <laughs> she gets to New York, and she becomes one of the chorus girls in the Ziegfeld Follies. It's like, uh, like the Rockettes? It's like a live review. Basically, it's not quite Broadway, because Broadway at this point was non-existing. Oh, so this is very old? Like well, when she first was alive, yeah. She's been in haunting for a long time. Okay, so now I feel better knowing that she got married. Well, she was that 13, 13. Yeah. This was before Broadway was a big thing, and it was also not quite one of those vaudeville variety shows that were, like, really high-end, mm -hmm. complicated. Yeah. This was somewhere in the middle. She was okay. a chorus girl. She was dancing. She was moving that beautiful body of hers. <laughs> <laughs> Underage, beautiful body. <laughs> So basically, you know, living fast, she gets married for a second time. Second time? Yeah. Is she 20 yet? Or? I think she's 18. She's legal at this point. <laughs> oh, yeah. At least, at least we're improving. <laughs> Listen, it's not 13. I think it's a little bit better. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure it's better. She also, like, thank you to the Zigfield group, she becomes a big star. Oh. Yeah. Okay. She has only a four-year career, but she films 20 movies. Wow, that's five a year. But she had one rival, Mary Pickford. This was when it was silent movies, and mm -hmm. Mary Pickford was a big star and the one who gets remembered a lot. Oh, okay. She married her brother. 
Oh, juicy. It's like what they say, like, keep your enemies closer. Oh, yeah. You know, this was very close. Now, was their marriage beautiful and perfect? This is a troubled girl, probably. Probably. (laughs) It was a bit tumultuous. Okay. It was not all sunshine and rainbows. Mm-hmm. They fought a lot. And like any good cycle of abuse, I'm pretty sure they also would like have a big fight and then they'd have a big makeup and buy each other expensive gifts. That sounds very Elizabeth Taylor. Yeah. And Richard Barton? Britain. I know. If this girl had lived longer. <laughs> <laughs> so the marriage sucks. Okay. They're fighting. They're getting back together. The marriage is on the rocks. Are they going to break up? Will they? Won't they? Who knows? So they decide, like any normal person, let's go on vacation to fix things. Oh, well, that's uh, a good option. Usually people is like, let's have a kid. To yeah, fix let's have things. a baby. Let's buy a house together. <laughs> yeah, let's get a dog. No, they go on vacation. The trip is not perfect. They're in Paris. Okay. Then they begin to fight about syphilis. About syphilis, like a concept, or well, either <laughs> he has it and he gave it to her, or he has it and she didn't know. Oh, my basically, God. he was the one who got it from someone, definitely. Uh huh. And she either was going to get it or had already gotten it. Oh my God, that's bad. One night in their Paris hotel room, uh huh, she dies from syphilis from the mercury <laughs> <laughs> that treats it. Yeah, you know, at that time, they were like, oh, you have this, don't worry, we'll kill you faster with this (laughs) medicine. There was no penicillin. Well, it's like, someone's like, oh, my arm hurts. And you're like, would you like me to kick you in the knee so you forget about the arm? (laughs) Yeah, that's... Exactly. They're like, syphilis have a mercury poisoning. Oh my god, that but sounds terrible. syphilis was like actually like rather bad at this time. I think like one out of ten people had it. Wow. Yeah. Awful. It was not great. Yeah. Anyway, the death is ruled a suicide, but it's fishy because she did not leave a note or will. It's... She had the equivalent of like what would be $400,000 today. Oh my god. You know, it's funny because it's like usually it's the contrary situation. Like when a suicide happens, it's everyone is like... <laughs> It's like, no, it wasn't a suicide. It was like an overdose. So it was like, whatever. But yeah. they're trying to make it look like a suicide. They were like, it's a suicide. She took her husband's medication to die. The mercury, of course. Yeah. You're going to die if you take that. <laughs> so immediately after she dies, yeah. she pops up at the new Amsterdam theater. The ghost? The ghost. Really? Yes. Oh my God. I got a lot of questions about how the ghosts travel and like time and the rest of it. But immediately after she starts haunting, would you like to know what some of the haunting things are? Yeah, I'm very curious. What is she doing? Okay, well, some of it sounds kind of nice. Like there was this one showing of Aladdin at one point and mm-hmm. a little old lady could not see. She was in the back and then she got a booster seat and people are like, where'd you get that booster seat? Because she couldn't see. And she's like, oh, the lady at the back of the theater gave it to me. There was no lady at the back of the theater. It was the ghost. Oh, well, then it's a very nice ghost. Then also she'll slip her hand around the waist of the ushers. Nice. Like in a lovingly way. I don't think it's aggressive. And then they turn around. They think they're being pranked and there's no one there. Ghost. I mean, mean, that's not terrible. No, but. And she's working for free for the theater. I mean, (laughs) this is like a win-win situation. Honestly, they're not banking on it. They could be using it a lot more. I mean, like, honestly. Yeah. Okay. But this is the best part. This is the most solidified piece of evidence that I'm going to present to you. Okay. One night, there are some Disney executives sitting around. Mm -hmm. And we're talking like, literally, the story comes from the head of Disney Theatrical. Okay. Or the VP of Disney Theatrical. 
They're sitting around discussing the artist mm-hmm. and how it was a silent movie mm-hmm. sensation. And they were talking about how a lot of the girls who were part of the Zigfield thing became big stars. Mm-hmm. So they're like, oh, yeah, Olive, what a star. And then one of the people at the table goes, well, you know who was the biggest star of the time? Mary oh. Pickford. Yeah. And then someone says, I wonder what Olive would think of that statement. And all of a sudden, a stack of CDs that have been there for a very long time flies across the room. Flies. Not goes with gravity, does not fall over, literally ejects three feet out. Okay. And there are a bunch of people sitting there. There was no movement. There was no noise. Just randomly. And no one at the time put it together. No. Oh, yeah. Not one person. No one put the obvious reason, like the ghost of that thing. (laughs) And let me also just be clear. All over the theater are pictures of her because people are so freaked out. They're so superstitious. There uh-huh. are photos that they all, all the Disney people touch on the way in and the way out. That's like a little, yes. They do whole oh. rituals, but she's definitely there. You think so? Absolutely. <laughs> Without a doubt. Ghosts are real. I don't believe I love the ghosts. ghosts. If the ghosts come for me, please. <laughs> so if you were a ghost, you will pick to live in a theater in New York? First of all, I would have stayed in Paris. <laughs> <laughs> What is going to tell you? Like, I mean, travel, enjoy, don't go back to the same place. I yeah. don't know. Well, maybe you can be everywhere at the same time. Yeah, that will be awesome. But here's the thing. Maybe that was like her most connected time of life. That was the most special time. Yeah. Before she married... Someone who murdered her. Yeah. By, by giving her syphilis or, or just or mercury. Gave, yeah, exactly. Either gave her mercury and killed her that way or gave her syphilis so she would probably die. Yeah. Any of the other options aren't good. Yeah. That's true. I don't know. I mean, I guess I wouldn't be a nice ghost. I think I would be pranking people all the time. But she seems to be like a nice ghost. What would you do as a ghost? Just pranking people. What kind of pranks? Um, I will, you know, I will go to nice restaurants. And when they are about to bite the meal, <laughs> I will remove the, the meal from their mouths. Like when, you know, like click. They go to bite in and there's nothing there. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, if she can move the CDs, she could do a lot. She can do a lot. And she's been there for a while. I mean, yeah. over a hundred years. That must be boring. Like you, you need to You'd have some so fun. You'd be so bored. I'd start probably watching people be intimate, making my own little rom-coms, <laughs> pushing them together. Yeah, that's also a good idea. You go to every show. That would be boring. Yeah. But then I think I'd probably do what she's doing and just start haunting everyone. Hmm. Just hanging out in the theater. Oh. Real theater girl, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, I will move to a very big penthouse in the city, enjoying the views. Oh, yeah. Place. Slip into bed with some... Actually, most of them are just not really occupied anyway. Yeah, I wonder if there are like also interesting, attractive male ghosts there. So you can oh, actually hang that's out. That's a good question. Or everyone is super traumatized. Maybe because, you know, I mean, I'm not an expert, but I think like ghosts <laughs> and ghosts. And that you don't think are real? That I don't think are real. But I believe the... In ghosts? The, no. Have the, I turned you? No. The logic. The logic. Uh, from ghosts is like it's people that are not completely gone so are here because they have unresolved issues so they are not really having fun murdered yeah so they are not having really fun if you want to end it i'm pretty sure you go straight to whichever direction up or down yeah yeah if you're murdered you're lingering just trying to seek revenge maybe she's just waiting for a descendant of that guy oh my I wonder what happened to him. 
I wonder if he has to, I wonder I mean, if they're living in New York. I mean, he had syphilis, so I don't think he lived for long. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. God. Dark. <laughs> I'm just or saying. he went crazy and then was probably not so attractive to ladies. Yeah. I think when you had syphilis, your, your face starts to melt down. I think there are a lot of bad things happening. Yeah. Yeah. Not good. Not good. Okay, well, <laughs> so that, thank you. On that end, thank you for tuning in to our chat on syphilis and ghosts and Disney executives. <laughs> ghosts with syphilis. Another scintillating <laughs> episode. You can expect less from New York. You have ghosts with syphilis. It cannot be like, you know. Honestly. <laughs> yeah. Hanging out in the theater like a real theater kid. Yeah. Once a theater kid, always a theater kid. Please follow us everywhere and tune in next week. Goodbye. Thank you for listening.